another thing I wanted to talk about is one of my last episodes about poly or open or open poly and quickly realizing not quickly maybe not quickly over time realizing over the last few weeks since we're coming to the end of January just realizing that these definitions are or these words aren't really helpful because I think so many people can have a different definition of what poly is or what open is. So not really helpful helpful when it comes to actually being in a relationship with somebody and trying to explain how your relationship is. Like you could someone could hear how your relationship is and be like, oh you're poly or oh you're open. But it's not. It's just a term to kind of make it seem like someone's listening to what you're saying. That they can throw out there, oh yeah, Polly, oh. No. Well, maybe they wouldn't say that if we told them how we were going to try to do relationship. And I will get to that, which is not open in the sense of, oh, it's open. Yay, free for all, everyone. Not that kind of thing. It's more of open-mindedness in where you kind of get back to what life was like before a relationship when you had friends and you went out and you did stuff and you had fun with all kinds of people if you did have friends, which I didn't have a ton in Austin when Thompson I met. I had like two. And I was going out and doing stuff. Sometimes I would do meetups. I was doing yoga pretty regularly. Well, maybe I'd stopped at that point. I think I was still doing it. Yeah, I was doing it. Yeah, I'd started up in a new studio. But anyway, he had friends and everything. You know, he had his friends, his regulars. And I mean, also he was from there. Like, well, he lived there for 30 years. It was like where he was from at this point. But where you're from, I think, is where you were born. But that's different, I guess. Maybe because if someone says like where you're from, they see you on the other side of the world. You tell them where you're currently living or where the last place was that you lived. Usually, I'm sure people have all kinds of ways they answer that. Well, where am I from? I'm from my mom. Um, where am I from? Um, I'm from planet Earth or whatever. Anyway, point being. Before relationship, when we had all of this stuff going on, or whatever the routine was, it doesn't even matter if you had like a bunch of friends guy to hang out with. Actually, that doesn't even matter. That's actually irrelevant. Just pre-relationship life to post-relationship life. We're not even talking about friends. Maybe there were no friends. Maybe there were no activities. So pre-relationship, post-relationship. If there was really nothing going on it'd be hard to imagine meeting someone actually because how would you meet them i guess be at the grocery store maybe you order your groceries i don't know how would you do it do you ever leave your house i don't know maybe it was online actually oh you can meet people online okay there we go okay could this work for everybody yes so pre-relationship post-relationship no matter what you were doing 
doing nothing, doing everything. <clears throat> Why does it change so much? Why? Does this one person become our everything? Why? Why does that happen for so many people? I think it's so devastating for a relationship. You strip yourself of you. Maybe to mold with this other person. But then sometimes you lose your identity in that and you forget who you are. And then you begin to hate yourself because you don't even recognize yourself anymore. Gosh, maybe that's what I've been doing. Slowly learning to hate myself. <sighs> so getting back to this definition of openness, open-mindedness. It's getting back to your pre-relationship self. Who was that person? What did that person do for fun? Did that person have fun? Maybe the new person became their everything, and which is not healthy. Totally codependent. One person is not responsible for making you happy. No. You can learn to be happy together, doing things together, and trying to help your person be happy, but it is never your responsibility. And other person, it is never the other person's responsibility to make you happy. That's just not cool. That's not fair. How's that going to work? Oh yeah, I'm sure we've all been guilty of it in one relationship or another. Maybe all. I don't know what the heck happened. Gosh. Ah. I think that's why I'm going back to the self-love thing this year. Saying, well, and for the rest of my life. like <laughs> Going back to, okay, finding my values again. Finding who I am again. Falling in love with myself. Loving myself again. Yeah, because I've been hating myself. So that I can... Well, be in a relationship with myself for one. And carry on with myself throughout this world. I'm with myself all the time. That's important. And if I choose to be in a relationship with another human, that has to happen first. Fall in love with myself again and remember that love through it all. So the pre-relationship person and the post-relationship person are still the same person at this point. Which means you hung out with friends if you wanted to. You got your video night or whatever I mean, you need to know these things about somebody if you're going to be in relationship with them. Like, what do they do if they don't ever go out? Are they playing video games for eight hours a day? Are they masturbating for eight hours a day? I mean, it might sound like I'm talking about a man right now. Maybe that was my bias. My bad. But I'm not. Women play, play video games. Women masturbate. Come on. Come on. Okay, but okay, like, okay, I, I, I could, maybe I'll go I could be painting my nails for eight hours a day. <laughs> the men like to paint their nails too, right? I don't know. 
try to try to equal out the sides here of these gender stereotype descriptions of behaviors. Um, I could be watching sitcoms of Friends for eight hours. Um, yeah, men do that too. Okay. Anywho, know someone as well. That is so important. What do they do in their free time? Do you admire that? Or do you look down on that? Because you ain't going to be trying to change that when you get into a relationship. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, you can want them to be a better person, but you can't force them to do anything. That's what I'm getting at. So, yes, people change over time. They adopt habits you like. They adopt habits you don't like. That kind of stuff happens. If you have a solid foundation, you have to decide that's a deal breaker, non-tolerable thing. Maybe you already had a list. That'd be good if you already had the list because some of you have a little sketch if you added it to the list after it happened like it was a problem. But then why did it just get added then? You didn't know it was a problem before. Maybe you didn't know the thing existed. Okay, I... Anyway, try to come up with a list if you do have intolerables or if you're like, I love you, through it all, thick and thin. I mean, that's actually how we have a better world is we don't have intolerables, huh? We say, I love you through the thick and thin. Is it? We just stick with that one person forever? Is it? Or do we outgrow people? Do people outgrow us? Do we outgrow situations, circumstances? Sometimes we grow at different rates. Sometimes the sunflower is eight feet and the other one's six feet. I mean, they started at the same place, same time. What happened? What happened? A little more water, a little more sun, a little less wind. I mean, who knows? Things grow apart. Can they come back together? Or is that just a sign to move on? What is it? Hmm. Now I'm thinking about more more interesting things. So Yeah. What do we do with all that? do I think the goal right now is just to be open about open-minded about okay Thomas has a life outside of our relationship yes his work life for example and of course, he's going to have a social life. And some of that may or may not include me. And I think that's okay. 
and I get to have the same thing. It's equal. And that's how we will try to proceed from that standpoint. We have lives outside of our relationship. We have relationship life, and then we have external relationship life, or we have other relationship life. The first bubble would be self. The next bubble would be um, romantic relationship. And the next bubble would be other relationships, if that's what you have. Or maybe you just have self and other. Or self, romantic, work, other, or, what, or whatever. Maybe they're all mixed together outside of self somehow. Well, I guess that's the point. Mixing them all together. They're all separate, but they're all one, you know? It's like sometimes you might want to go out to lunch with a friend. Sometimes you might want to invite your partner. Sometimes you want a movie night by yourself. Sometimes you want to go with your partner or your family or your kid or your friend or a bunch of friends. Whatever. It's all... Whatever you want. Whatever you want to feel happy. Our goal was feeling happy, feeling that happy, joy, peaceful feeling. So what things make us happy? What makes us happy? What makes us happy? What makes us happy? I'm into my plants, I'm into painting. Thinking about doing some kind of ceremonial stuff here at the house. I'm into all kinds of stuff like that. I'm getting, I'm getting more engaged and interested in stuff. And when I have my moments of feeling like, oh my gosh, this is pointless. What am I doing here? Like in this earth, this world, what is happening? I bring it back to gratitude and how... I can make a positive impact here and how I'm really trying to be a better person and better human and better mother and that's one of the main things I'm here to do is just be a better human. So I bring it back to this is some of my purpose. I have purpose here. This is why I'm here. This is my purpose. Better human. Especially to myself and to my son. And to Thomas. Better human. And to talk to the plants. And to increase the coziness of this home. Make it welcoming and, and loving and, and homey and feel good to be here. For it to feel safe and free and happy and peaceful and loving and harmonious. Happy, happy, happy.
So that's what we're trying. It's being open. As in open-minded. Maybe open isn't even the word. Goodness. Getting caught up on all these words. The goal <laughs> is to be ourselves. That's it. Feel free to be ourselves. Just like we did when we were 12. But now we have all that experience. All this experience or whatever. But now we're a few years older. We'll just say that. And we're wiser, of course. We have more control of our emotions. Because the goal as well is not to walk away from an activity you did with a friend and feel like some weird energy because you weren't sure if it felt flirty or something like that. The goal is to always be yourself. And you were able to go out and do stuff with friends and it not feel like it was relationship entangled or emotionally entangled or something. You know, especially when you were 12, maybe eight. Maybe 12 is when the girls start liking the boys and the girls start liking the girls and the boys start liking the girls and the boys start liking the boys. It's probably earlier than 12, especially nowadays it seems like it's the hormones or whatever. I don't know, kids start having attractions towards each other. But also, if you did walk away from that exchange of energy and activity you did together, if you did walk away from that, feeling an interesting way, that's time to communicate that with the person you're with about what your intentions are and to your partner about how that went. What happened? What was exchanged? I mean, some people have this like, don't ask, don't tell kind of thing, I guess. It's a weird way to say it. Because then it's just secret. It's secrecy. It's like, the military wasn't a good idea trying to keep help make people keep secrets. Don't ask or don't tell. Okay, keep a secret. Okay. But integrity is like one of the or and uh, no honest honesty. Yeah. Integrity and honesty. They kind of go together. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> it's not even right. expect someone to have these core values but then if they're a person who is not heterosexual then they're just lying to themselves and everyone some people know and some people don't so there are relationships that have the don't ask don't tell kind of thing like the secrecy kind of thing like, don't bring it home. 
Thomas told me someone told him that. That's what their thing is. Don't bring it home. Okay. And I suppose that could work for people. I suppose it could. I don't want to be down on it. I think just being open, an open listener, just just being able to let someone be themselves and hear you out and not judge them, that's where the safety is. That's where the healing is. Because the person doesn't feel shame for being themselves. The person feels... Like they're finding themselves again. Like they're finding their identity again. Because they are. They didn't do anything wrong. I'm sorry I've done that to Thomas so many times. Gosh. Not let him be himself. Well, we've done it to each other. Gosh, I'm sorry. I'm working on that. The jealousy stuff. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, burn, baby, burn. That was a deep one. It was deep. It was deep in me. So, like, the one I mentioned earlier about the, well, maybe it was the last one, about the the jealousy thing. It was a pretty recent example, just in the last, like, two weeks, maybe a week, about just feeling some jealousy and having to remind myself I do not want to feel that. I do not want to feel that emotion. That emotion does not feel good. It feels heavy. It feels sad. I do not want to feel jealous. I want Thomas to feel free. I want to trust him. Let it go. Let it go. Everything's okay. Go to my happy place and keep bringing it back there. And, you know, this is what I'm working with with a somatic experiencer. You know, she's really helping me when I get so, so frustrated. Oh, bring it back to my calm place. Bring it back to my calm place. Turbulent waters. Calm place. Turbulent water. Calm place. Turbulent waters. Calm place. Yeah, that's the practice. That's the practice. Keep bringing it back. Keep noticing. Noticing the calm. Bath water is so still and calm right now. That's it. It's my calm place. It's like I'm in a mini lake right now. Mini pond. But it's expansive. I can imagine it expanding. So letting our partners be themselves, letting us be ourselves, letting me be myself, allowing myself to be myself, allowing a partner to be their self. Yes. Now that is how I want to relationship. Relationship. 